evening, um, good morning, good afternoon, depending on what time of day that you're actually listening to this podcast. I just want to welcome you to this podcast. This is Unspoken with Chris Lay and welcome to the first episode of the year. Happy New Year, although I said that in the previous um, podcast recording. So Happy New Year to you. And if you're new to this podcast i just want to say thank you for giving me a chance and i hope this is not your last (laughs) yes and if you want to know a little bit more about me and who i am and what unspoken is all about you can go to the previous episodes okay so today we are diving into why suicidal basically as you've seen from the cover it's how did i get here yeah um, is my mental health stable yeah so we're gonna be talking about such things today um depression guilt suicide anxiety frustrated restlessness insomnia numbness why am i suicidal where is this coming from why am i so depressed such things that's what we're gonna be talking about today you know so if you want to know more about today's episode i just want you to listen to the previous episode where i give an intro about today However, we're doing it today. It's going to be one hour. It's going to be two hours. Just a little heads up, guys. Just a little heads up. It's going to be very long. So, yeah, grab a coffee or grab a word. Plug in some headsets or you can listen it with some friends. I don't know, but spread the word, you know. Spread the word and share it. That is what is important. Even if you don't like it, just share it. You know what I mean? Okay. So getting into it, Um, when things stop hurting, when there's no tears to cry anymore or telling people about your, your problems just seems to be useless and all you want to do is work and distract your mind. Um, I developed OCD from depression. Yes, actually, I always wanted to clean. (laughs) That was my way of coping. I just always wanted to clean. You know, I was always cleaning. Like, if you found me at my room doing something, it was, I was cleaning. That's all I was doing. I, I found, it's like I saw the smallest dirt. For me, that was me coping with my depression. Um, I always swept my room more than i combed my own hair that's how serious i swept my room more than i shaved that's just how serious um it was (laughs) yeah so um we're, we're gonna talk about a lot today i'm gonna take a lot of my time because i took a lot of notes i took enough notes so ish if you're if you're not a person who likes to listen for a long time i don't think this is for you but if you're interested to hear and listen or i think just take time with this because i want to take my time because i want to make sure that i address every issue especially when it comes to mental health i want to address at least every consequence that comes with depression because depression is the cause of suicide depression is the cause of um, anxiety depression is the cause of restlessness insomnia or numbness 
all these are consequences of depression. So today we're going to look at what exactly is depression and what causes depression. You know, why are you so depressed or why are we depressed? You know what I mean? Is it is it the family? Is it relationship? Is it the body? Is it guilt? Why? Why are we so depressed? Why are people aged 15 to 29 or 13 to 29 depressed? That's basically my interest and that's what we're talking about today. So, 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 so. Depression, according to the WHO, which is the World Health Organization, they say that depression is a constant feeling of sadness and loss of interest. Constant feeling of sadness and loss of interest. We're all sad today, like somehow, somewhere, we're sad, okay? Um, Loss of interest in activities causing significant impairment in your daily lives. So the possible um causes of of depression is it's either biological psychological and social sources of distress so we're going to tackle those biological psychological and social i mean with the social i think the social cause of depression i think we can bring it down to peers friends you know where there comes my low self-esteem where your friends are the reason as why you're depressed or social media many people today are depressed because of social media they they're worried about their bodies they're looking at instagram they're they look at their bodies they look at themselves it's either they're fat they're chubby or they're slim or they have you know smaller boobs or they have a smaller butt or they're too fat or they're obese so those can be social causes of depression and we come to the psychological where it's in your mind so this is where anxiety comes in okay so if you're psychologically depressed you have anxiety issues or those people who suffer from bipolar or it's a hell lot and then biological is just these natural things of death okay so maybe at a loss you've lost someone you love you have um, suffered grief you've suffered maybe um these these natural disasters people who go through wars and whatnot these are biological things that happen and you're unemployed so unemployment can be a biological thing because it's something that you can't change but you're depressed because of that all right so excuse me so depression has a lot of um, um definitions there's hopelessness there's feelings of sadness. This this is depression. That's what it is. So if you have severe, maybe constant, you const you constantly feel sad for over two weeks or a month. You just those are your constant feelings. Then you have signs or symptoms of depression. Yes. So some of the other effects of um, depression is suicide. That is our main topic because now the main topic really is why suicidal, okay? So that's what we're going to go at. Like, why am I suicidal? Why are you suicidal? Uh, What's the cause? Family, relationships, body, guilt, fear. Um, Who instills this in us? What is the cause? You know what I mean? Why did I think of this in the first place? These are questions that we must ask. These are questions that you must ask yourself these are questions that you must ask yourself 
you know, or ask someone, why are you having these thoughts in the first place? Okay. Why are you, what is the source of your depression? Okay. So why are you so depressed? Why are you feeling sad all the time? Why are you so hopeless? You know, so can we get to the bottom of this? Can you and I get to the bottom of this? Right? Okay. So, um, okay. Depression has a lot of things. There's changes in sleep. You lose appetite. Energy levels are just down. You just, you lose concentration. Um, you lose self-esteem. These are things I've talked about. Lack of activity. These are things I've talked about. So guys, depression doesn't just come. It's, it's not something that just comes. Boom. It's here. I'm here. It doesn't spring up from the blues or a single event. This is, it's, 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 a, it's a mix of events. It's a mix of different factors. So I'm going to talk about three, four different kinds of depressions. So the first one is called um, dysthemia. Yeah, so medical personnel will definitely correct me on that one. It's D, dysthemia. Themia. So dysthemia. So depression is a series of it's it's a mood disorder. Okay, so depression is a mood disorder. So if you experience disorders in your moods, like today you are this, tomorrow you are that, yeah. So this is the first type um type of depression. So dysthemia is the last um it lasts for at least two years. So if you have had a mood disorder for over two years then you have had or you have been depressed before so you have dysthemia so symptoms may last for two years and it may be considered as a persistent depressive disorder so this is a type of depression it's persistent depressive disorder a persistent depressive disorder is what we call a type of depression so if you experience a series of um mood disorder for over two years if you have been experiencing that or maybe in the past you experienced it for over two years then you had this persistent depressive disorder then the second is postpartum depression so postpartum depression is basically for um nursing mothers people who have just recently given birth um i don't know if you relate (laughs) i don't know if you relate with that but um yeah it's basically for mothers these um is it's much more serious actually when they give birth they just fall into depression where they're just depressed so that's also a kind of depression so the third one is psychotic depression so psychotic depression is a severe depression plus psychosis so you're depressed it's a severe kind of depression and then you have psychosis so as we can like just from the word psychosis we just know that okay this has something to do with the mind you know what i mean so having this one is very serious because it says having disturbing false fixed beliefs you become delusional you have delusions um if we don't understand what delusion is is where you make okay you don't make things up but you you make assumptions that makes you look mad how can i put it okay you're seeing or upset you're a seeing or upsetting things that others can't hear or see like you become delusional you become sort of crazy <laughs> you know what i mean 
you think people are upset with you, but they're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, you're just, why, why are all of you so mad at me? And people are not mad at you. You're just, you're just seeing things. You know what I mean? There, you have psychotic depression. Um, can I, maybe let me give another illustration. For example, have you, have you met a person who just thinks everybody is upset with them? They think everyone is upset with them. They think everyone is angry with them. Yeah. They're seeing things. Like, no, look at her. She's upset with me. And then someone's like, no, the person's not upset. They're seeing that. So you become delusional to some point where you think everybody is upsetting you or everybody is upset with you. You know, you start seeing things. You start imagining things. Sort of, yeah, so... (laughs) And then the fourth one is, so that one was psychotic depression. So if you're experienced that with yourself, just, you know, yeah. The other one is bipolar disorder. So um, bipolar disorder is different from depression, but it is included on the list because it, it experiences extremely low moods that meet the criteria of a major depression, also known as bipolar depression so there is such a thing as bipolar depression all right so the difference is a bipolar has extremely high euphoric moments okay or irritable moods called mania or the less severe form called hypomania okay so let me explain this (laughs) so the reason why i want to explain bipolar disorder is because Um, bipolar disorder is the only disorder that I have related with and to be very honest with you I do agree that I have bipolar disorder or yes because there are times I've noticed in myself where I have high euphoric moments okay if you don't understand the term euphoric euphoric is basically filiate like you know you just you've just woken up with a feel yeah like you are you're so happy and when you're happy you're so hyped you know what I mean like you just you just you're just good you're just in a good mood you just you know it's all good vibes you know you just brush it off you know what I mean you just you just you know and then there just comes a moment where you're just extremely low like low so that one is called um hypomania you're in your phases so um bipolar has a high phase and a low phase so you're extremely high and then just all of the sudden you're extremely low you know what i mean yeah so we're just gonna talk about all that so okay I don't know about that noise. There's a truck passing right outside my door. Oh, not a truck. The train. <laughs> Sorry. There's a train passing. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it's really noisy. Yeah, there's a train passing. I live right next to a rail line. So it gets noisy sometimes. So apologies for that noise. Okay. So... That's just a, a, another, the fourth type of depression. 
and if you relate with any of these things that i've talked about yeah you can hear the choo-choo right yeah that's 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 the train that's the train anyway so if you um relate with any of the depressions i've talked about then you need to listen to this (laughs) you need to listen to this okay so before i talk about the treatments okay the treatments that have been recommended by you know these doctors is medication which is antidepressants therapy and just opening about it three ways okay so open about it therapy and medication which is by way of antidepressants so um hmm, what do i do so the link between suicide and mental disorder in particular you know there is a link with being mental okay and suicide there is a thin line between these two and now we're just going to get into suicide now because that is what depression leads to depression actually leads to suicidal thoughts (laughs) yeah so um according to who more than 700,000 people die due to suicide every year 700,000 people die because of suicide others it's and the other and imagine they say the other half is attempted suicide which is punishable if we come to zambia in zambia you're actually punished if you tried to commit attempted suicide i don't know if i agree to that law but i also don't know if i agree to beating up someone who tried to commit suicide you know what i mean and they failed or i don't find it funny when people laugh at a person who failed to die after trying to die okay why laugh at that person is it a joke is it funny okay yeah so they say that um suicide is common among the 15 to the 19 year olds and the national institute of mental health recorded 15 to 29 years old so this age gap of 15 to 29 year old these are victims of suicide they mostly find it between this age 15 and 29 and i allow me to say this please okay i believe that before i say what i believe in what has really interested me is the age okay 15 13 to 19 15 to 29 what is what is so common about this age it's teenagers and young adults teenagers and young adults adults who are less than 30 35 it's young people who are prone to committing suicide but what i want you and i to really dig into in terms of metrics is i want you to think about what triggers a 15 year old to kill himself or herself or why the hell would a 12 year old think 
about taking pills and just dying? Where do you think the problem starts? Where do you think the problem starts? Now I'm going to say what I believe in. (laughs) I believe the problem starts at home. Where is this child being raised? How is this child being raised? Or how was this child raised? What was the family like? Where did this person come from? You know, these are very important things to actually think. What made this person kill themselves? Do an investigation on the family. Ask them questions. And trust me, three quarters of the family won't even know the reason as to why this person actually committed suicide. So, I believe it starts at home. That's me. I believe it starts at home. Children, young people are dying because there is something wrong at home. (laughs) Because, believe me, if your family knows that this is what is going on, they will try by all means to prevent it. But because family is not even aware of what is happening to young people, what is happening to you and me, they don't know. Trust me, if you were being honest, and I'm talking to you, I like to talk to you individually because you're listening as an individual. Would you be very honest and tell me that your family knows exactly what is going on with you in your life right now? Or your dad or your mom knows or your sister knows what's going on in your life. Would you be very honest to tell me what to tell me that you tell them everything? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe you do open up a little bit, but it's not the same for everybody. And why is it like that? Because there's really not much environment for us. There's really not I if I start talking about myself. Um, before I can continue, I started thinking about dying at the age of, what, 11, 10? I wasn't suicidal per se, but I was thinking of dying. Yeah. And then I became really suicidal when I was a teenager. But I wasn't suicidal per se. I just really always thought of dying. I always just had, I gave room for death. I was like, you know what? It wouldn't be such a bad idea to just die. Okay? But it wasn't that serious. But I had that thought. So you can imagine the build up from age 11. I remember writing in my journal, my diary, and I wrote, I said, today... Dear diary, today I actually tried to kill myself. Um, so this is what I did. I I was a I was big on riding bikes when I was young. I I still do. I'm still a bad beat. I'm still a bad a big boss. <laughs> in that. 
but I, I don't know how fast or you know what I mean but back then I was really good and I just don't cycle anymore because I just don't have a bicycle but when I was younger I used to ride bikes like I was with the boys you know what I mean like chilling with the big boys and I'll just ride you know race that was me so this day I'm riding I'm on the road and I'm thinking I'm like you know what I want to die yeah like I just give room I was like it wouldn't be so bad to die so I swerved into the highway. I used to live in Kawe. So if you know the Great North Road, just um, Kugana area, Ghana Street, by the by the robots there. Yeah, if you're a Kawe resident or you've been to Kawe, you will know what I'm talking about. There is the Great North Road and then there's by the robots there. There's robots that turns into, as if you're going to Poland, that T-junction, Poland and Ghana, Ghana Street, that T-junction. So I was coming from... Um, I was coming from town with my bicycle and then I wanted to enter into Ghana Street and then because I used to live in Ghana Street and then I was thinking like oh my god let me just die so I swerved in the road and there was a I saw the car coming so I was like let me go in the car's way I wanted to bash me because I just want to die <laughs> yeah so I was 11 so I didn't understand anything about suicide and whatnot so I swerve in the road and I'm like, you know what? I'm dying today. Like for me, it was like that. Like, you know, I'm dying today. Then this car ignored me completely. Like I wasn't out there trying to kill myself. And it just, I don't know what it did, but I found myself in the, I found myself in the other side, Mugravel. And it just swerved. It's like it pushed me away the car actually it but it didn't touch me but something pushed me away because i was really in the road and this man was mad at me but he wasn't mad like insulting me or anything like that he was just like hey my shan okay like and i had my headsets on he's like hey can you concentrate when you're on the road what what you know but he he didn't you know thank god he didn't come out and start insulting me or whatnot but I wrote in my journal like oh I actually tried to kill myself today and I wrote all that you know I'm like no okay I wrote a span like you know what I was, I was, I've always been an emotional kid so I was you know expressing myself there and I remember leaving it carelessly just for my mother to see it I wanted attention from my mother again I didn't want her to know what I wrote but at the same time I deliberately left it for her to read it you know so I always ask myself I'm like why did I do something stupid like that like why would I leave it but then to some reason I I was I, I wanted some attention you know what I mean and I don't know what I was looking for but I was looking for something and I was hoping I'd get it after she reads it so my mom found it and I was so happy I'm like oh my gosh she found my suicide note and well that was the bad a bad a very bad idea a very stupid idea and um she was not happy and she was really not happy because she was in fact she she used the word disappointed i'm disappointed in you you know why would you even try to do this did you give birth to yourself or what and i'm like oh my god i made a mistake you know I'm like but i really didn't say that oh i wanted your attention <laughs> whatnot you know that was just so childish but and i was a kid though you know i was 11 um but you know she was not happy she yelled think she even because she didn't hit me but she yelled at me and 
time passed, time passed. Um, my most depressed, depressing um, years started after I started to disappoint my mother. Okay, so I started disappointing her in the little things that I started to do. I started stealing. <laughs> yeah, actually, I became a little thief. I would go and shop right with my friends and steal. Basically, do that. It's not like I didn't have growing up. Oh, like, I don't know if you guys, but um, like I said, I grew up with my mother, single. She singly um, raised me. So I started stealing in shops. I, there was, okay, honestly, there was no one forcing me to do it. I just wanted to do it. Not that I was poor. My mom did provide for me everything that I needed. Trust me. Physically, I was a fit child. I had everything that I could possibly have. And I remember I would go get stuff in Pep, in ShopRite. I would still do my things, do my chocolates. I used to be with my friend. I won't mention her name, but like I used to be with my friend. And we would go. We'd just don't fear each other. Hey, let's go. You know, and I got caught almost taken to the police um and i was how old was i i was young i was like in grade what five six i'm not sure but i was young and the girl that i was with was in older grade she was like in grade seven and i was like in grade five so the, the advantage there was that I was, I was not even slapped and whatnot but like no one for it's not like she forced me to do it i really wanted to do it you know and then i was caught at school i was reported um, I was told to leave my bag. I was told to go to. I was told to go home barefooted. Guys, it was so embarrassing. And I remember being there, breaking it off to my mom. Guys, she was so disappointed. She was so disappointed. Like, am I raising a thief? You know what I mean. So I developed. I picked up this little habit of stealing and getting things that didn't belong to me. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just had this thing, and so. Bit by bit, I started to, to let down my mother. I started to embarrass her because that's embarrassing. Like, hey, like I don't provide for you and you're out there stealing. Girl, you're embarrassing me. It's not like you sleep hungry. You know what I mean? And then so bit by bit, I started to let her down. I started to disappoint her, you know. And then my grades started to go down, okay. My grades started to go down you know i grew up a child who didn't want to disappoint her mother i wanted to make her proud i wanted her to see me make her proud i wanted to be first in class but then i would always set an expectation for myself be like i want to pass number one i want to pass number one then i find myself passing number five or i want to be like that cousin they always pass they always do this you know you, you get reports from your family like oh my god you know this one has passed and she's gotten these points so you have to get the same you have to you have to surpass her you have to do better than him he's he's gotten this and you know i'm looking at myself i'm like oh my god i have to be better than that cousin i have to do better than that cousin and then you know i'll set an expectation i'll set oh my god i want to get 800 points i want to get you know what what and then i'll find myself in a seven and then for me that's where my depression started building up because then i was out i'll get disappointed in myself i'm like oh my god i've let myself down why why you know and i would look at myself like oh my god i'm just down you know and then i i remember i used to be at a, i was at this school and then i would be called dow i would be called ugly i remember um i would go for i went for holidays in the soccer and then this boy just called me ugly um 
I would be called Dao. Um, as a kid, I had a cousin of mine who would um, call me names, you know what I mean? Like, hey, Chiveleshi. Because I was really quiet. I was a really quiet kid. I never used to talk. I never, I was not outgoing. You know what I mean? I was always, I was always sad somehow. I was always quiet. Because my mom had to go for school. So I'd normally sometimes be with my cousins. And boy, she would, you know what it means to don't, to dionkola you, like to don't, to dionkola you with like your finger. Be like, hey, do it, you you are this, you are thou, like, ah, you are so thou, you can't even tell time with the clock, you know, and, you know, all this, it's, it's a build-up, it's a build-up, you know, ah, you're thou, you, you're thou, you know, and I would have that constantly being pointed to my face, you are thou, why are you always sad, you're always sad, eh, why are you like this, you are like this, you are that, you are that, hey, look at her, and I would be made fun of, yeah i remember this so vividly i'll be made fun of you know um just so much people would make fun of me um so i started building my expectations of myself where i just wanted to be top at my class i wanted to be top i wanted to to be perfect in everything and then when i found myself not being perfect in those things i would get disappointed i would get depressed i would get upset i would get you know low and that's a build-up that's a build-up remember what i said about depression not being something that just comes out of the blues depression is actually a build-up so i would keep all these emotions within me i was the kind of kid who would cry silently have you ever cried silently have you ever cried alone like literally you're crying but nobody can hear you that was me and I don't know if that's been you before where you just used to keep things to yourself you you would smile to just let everyone know that you're okay but deep down you're dying you know and i remember my mother would always be like Crystal, are you fine are you okay how, how are things and i'll be like no i'm fine with a smile but really i'm crying inside and at school guys in primary i used to be made hey you have a big head Hey, you've got big ears. These are build-ups. <laughs> I don't know for you what was your build-up, but for me, these were build-ups. And it really had a lot with my self-esteem. Okay, so I had serious low self-esteem growing up. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe that I could do anything. I didn't believe anything of myself. So these are the build-ups, right? So let's cruise up to 2019. 2019 for me was my worst year because I was really depressed that year. I thought about killing myself so many times. Now, that was when now the suicide really did click in. So, uh, my mom got married in 2012. And, yeah, I have a great stepdad. We thank God. But, you know, again, I like to admit that it's not easy to have a blended family. I'll always say this. It's not easy to blend in with somebody you didn't grow up with or who isn't really your biological parent it's it's really hard to just blend you know what i mean so it was really difficult for me and him to just come to one ground and to some extent i really felt like my mother wasn't as patient as i expected her to be with me so it was that kind of thing of you're always failing 
can't why aren't you aligning why are you failing to be a child why are you failing to be a simple child and so it's always that thing of you're always trying you're always really trying your best you're always trying your best to be this good child you're trying to be this good child and it's like all the time you keep doing wrong things all the time you're being wrong all the time you're always wrong it reached a point of i got so tired i got so tired of it i got so tired of the blame all the time i got so tired of doing wrong all the time <laughs> you know what i'm have you ever got so tired of doing wrong like you're so tired of being reminded of the same thing all the time where you're always wrong have you always always have you ever always been wrong i don't know but for me i've always i have always been wrong like there is no correct thing that i've actually done maybe the fact that i've had my degree but otherwise like other than that i'm always wrong like all the time like you try you make one step it's like hey you've made wrong move you know what i mean like all the time you're wrong that can be so depressing because now you're thinking like what right will i ever do and for me i was always looking i'm like god look i'm trying to be a good child i'm really trying like guys i was i was trying okay but that really depressed me because i felt like a burden that's the worst feeling that you can ever have i've i've grown up feeling like i've been a burden to my mom okay she didn't get to enjoy her youth let's just be honest she didn't get to enjoy her youth she had to take care of a baby you know what i mean she really didn't get to do what most of her friends were doing because she had a baby she didn't get to do by herself certain things because she had to take care of a baby she had to raise me she had to sacrifice she had to work and go to school at the same time you know sometimes i think like would she have been here where she is if it wasn't for me would she be suffering if it wasn't for me so i've i've always grown up with that like i've always had that okay i've always had that and sometimes my suicidal thoughts came from that i was like god kill me because i i'm tired of seeing my mother struggle because of me so you know i've grown up seeing myself as a burden i have never seen myself as a blessing it's like what no no i haven't because it's different being seen as a blessing when you are seen as a blessing someone actually tells you you're a blessing to me someone actually shows that they're happy you're around someone actually appreciates you from from time to time okay but for me i haven't grown up in an environment where i'm appreciated for things i do i'm always yelled at for something wrong that i've done when you do something right it's like you didn't do anything at all it's 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 like oh oh yeah she did that it it passes but when you do something wrong it's 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 the highlight of the noon it's it's right there pinpoint you did this and and it's like the only thing that highlights you know what i mean so you i've grown up in that environment where it's 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 always pointing out you're wrong always being corrected for something and try, believe me i'm i'm not trying to go against the whole 
um, correction thing. I know um, Proverbs talks about loving correction. And believe me, I do. I've actually grown to like correction. But if correction is the only thing you hear your whole life, your whole life, you're always being corrected for the same thing. Guys, that can be the most depressing thing that can happen to you. And for me, that was me. That was me. I was always being corrected for the same things all the time. I'm never hearing a good compliment of, oh, you know, you've actually improved in this. Well done. No, no, no. It was always the wrong thing. And believe me, my prayers were, God, I am just tired of seeing my mother struggle. And to be very honest with you, I appreciate what she's done for me. And it's it's that bad. I appreciate her so much that sometimes I'm like, God, maybe she even deserved a better child. Okay? Because I feel like she deserved better so I've grown up feeling a burden and as you grow up trust me what I have observed about most Zambian parents as you grow as a female as you grow there's just that car something at no manabakula there's that assumption just i don't know where it comes from but color clicking affair like especially mothers and they put their guard up they put their guard up and it's so bad that you know it's that thing of hey do you know what i've done for you like all the time i remember being reminded every time that my fees are being paid (laughs) you know where you're reminded all the time do you know what I'm doing for you do you know how much I'm paying do you know how much I suffered raising you I'm not saying this is bad to remind your child but it's not good to always do that every time like I know I see you I see what you're going through I see that it's hard for you to pay my fees and that is why I'm actually working hard because that way I can actually help out but it's more of I'm tired kind of thing so from why I'm saying all this is because I just want to really explain where my depression came from. I don't know where your depression came from, but as I'm talking, I just want you to be thinking about okay, where does my depression? I want you guys to 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 know the importance of what it means to get to the source of your problem. Okay, so for me, that was where these feelings of suicide would come from. I felt like a burden. I felt alone. I felt lonely. I was always upset. I was always angry. I was always angry at myself. I was always angry at everything and everyone 
all right we're okay so now that we've you know talked a little bit about my depression and just where it came from came from a place of blame it came from a place of low self-esteem it came from a place of being told that you're always wrong being always blamed for things it came from a place of not being understood all right it came from a place of not being able to speak out not being able to tell anyone my problems but just sitting in my own corner writing in my journals and just crying myself to sleep isolating myself i always isolated myself when i was home and so one thing that i want you to understand about suicidal people is that suicidal people are not seeking help all right they're not out there seeking for help i wasn't out there looking for help all right when i was actually suicidal i wasn't out there looking for help so you must understand that a suicidal person is not out there looking for help they they're not looking for help okay and the other thing about them is that they're not getting the help that they need so a suicidal person is only suicidal because they're not getting the help that they need and does Zambia even have a, a suicide prevention program or something like you know I've, I've always been thinking because I was reading the newspapers right and they say that last year 89 people committed suicide in Zambia so they recorded an 88% so that is 72 men committed suicide last year and 17 females committed suicide and 80 men in 2020 committed suicide and then females were 17 so in a space of two years that is 2020 and 20 2021 and 2020 152 men committed suicide and only 34 females committed suicide now look at that gap why are there more men committing suicide than females and this is something that i want to talk about next week so if you're interested do stay tuned for next week's episode um on thursday i mean yeah it's this week actually on thursday catch me on thursday i'll be talking about the different um in terms of the genders in men suicide in men and suicide in females and suicide in teenagers so but i want to just give a little record of last year more men and allow me to say this men are not given there's not much environment for men to speak out their emotions because there's this thing of we're in a macho society there's this thing of once a man is vulnerable he's weak so we're going to address all those issues next i mean on 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 thursday yeah thursday catch me so i'm gonna talk about um two people in zambia that have committed suicide recently so we have nivia cheswa nabuza nabuza nivia cheswa nabuza which was on january 28th 
was when she was reported dead, but she actually died on January 27th. According to the Times of Gist Niger, it was actually on a Nigerian page. And it says, Zambian girl took her own life for unknown reason. And for me, I'm like, no, it shouldn't have to be like that. I'm sure when Nivea was taking her life, she must have left clues. Someone, somewhere, knows why she's dead right now. Okay? And believe me, for you to reach the point of suicide, it, it, it doesn't just come. It's more than that. And it says further that lost my niece last night this was the uncle lost my niece last night sad to comprehend how a young girl of 20 years with a bright future would take her own life what what there's nothing personal about that first of all I'm even shocked why is her uncle the one posting this what about her mother, her father, brother, sister she didn't have? Nivia didn't have any brothers, sisters. I saw a few posts on Facebook with, from her friends, but what about her actual family? I don't know, I read somewhere from the newspaper where it said her mother didn't even know. This was a comment from her mother. She said, oh, she was, we don't know. She was actually a very cheerful girl. you can say about your daughter even if it was her, his niece sad to comprehend how a young girl of 20 years with a bright future would take her own life that's that's your niece like somehow somewhere you should have tried to go to her house investigate why she's dead i don't know find her boyfriend find her bestie talk to them ask them go to her mom her father sit them down ask them yeah i know she was some happy kid but let's let's talk why did this happen maybe there's something missing i don't know if anyone has done that It just ends on, no, she was a good person. No. What about investigating further? Have you checked her phone? Have you checked the messages? Have you checked her diary? Her journal? Have you seen somewhere? Maybe she wrote, because, trust me, people who've committed suicide, they always leave something behind. They don't leave unknown. You will know why they did it. And for me, it hurts me because she was a beautiful girl there must have been a reason that brought her to that point. Maybe there was no one to listen to her. Maybe she felt pe- pregnant because there, there, there's, there's, she was a law student. I saw somewhere Nivia was a law student. I'm sure she was just thinking, oh my God, what if she was pregnant and she just didn't want to face the consequences of that? So she decided to take her own life. She was like, I can't. All those things 
it should have at least have some ground. There must be more environment. Maybe she was afraid of something. Maybe, maybe there was no one to, I don't know. But don't you think that family should be closer to us? There must be room for conversations. Don't you think? The other one here is Felistas Chanda. Like this just maybe give a moment of silence at the end towards the end just give a moment of silence for these guys like so i like to believe that felista's chanda was disabled because she had one eye um but she was a makeup artist and for me that's what amazed me because i would always look like wow this is a makeup artist and she loved her she would always put makeup on her face and look beautiful and on sunday just yesterday she died she killed herself <laughs> it's not funny and it shouldn't be funny she killed herself and what really made me emotional today was the letter her suicide note so i'm going to read and you know the funny the, the funny thing is she actually posted on facebook that she was going to die I don't even know who was paying attention, but she actually posted on her wall that she was going to die. Then a few minutes later, um, on Saturday, she complained about how the public does not take notice of the struggle people with suicidal thoughts and just end up calling them cowards. That was Saturday. She was actually complaining on her Facebook you know, like just putting my thoughts. Guys, let's pay attention to people's thoughts. I normally like to pay attention to things like uh, if someone posts on their status, right? Posts maybe, let's say, broken. Sometimes, even if I don't know the person, I normally just, you know, check in. But like, oh, what broke? You know, just to, just to, you know, check in. Sometimes people will post something on their status to just get your attention because they just really want someone to care. I'm telling you the truth. People need love. People need love. People need attention. People are going through so much. Even just a little bit. Yes, we are all broken. Yes, we've, we're all going through something. But I've learned that everyone needs love. They're just those people who just need you to tell them that you love them. And believe me, I was that person. I was that person that just needed someone to just text me and be like, Chrisley, have a good day. When I received such messages, for me that was, oh, thank God.
one person cares about me. You know? And I feel like this is what Felista's gender was going through. You know? Yesterday she died and before killing herself, she actually said, um, this was what she wrote. Guys, I'm going to read it. Okay, so she says, most times when we come across a post about someone committing suicide, we are too quick to call them cowards or say things like everyone has problems. Sometimes suicidal people try to reach out to people they're close to, but well, they take their time, issues, they take their issues lightly or brush them off. Also, we handle pain differently. You may have been in the same situation as someone and got out of it, but someone else might not get over it. Let us not trivialize other people's problems. Let's not make it a problem competition. When people come to us, if you can't listen or offer any help, it's okay to say you're unable to help. It's okay to be, to, it's okay. Do not ignore and pretend to be all sweet when they're gone. It's disgusting. And that's how her suicide note ended. You know, Chanda, I mean, Felista's Chanda prepared for her suicide for a long time. And I feel like if you don't pay attention, I feel like people are so caught up in, oh, she's okay. I saw her status. Did you see her status yesterday? It was... She was out with her friends on a party. She was, you know, posting stuff. She's fine. <laughs> but we don't know what they're going through. Ah, she doesn't check up on me. So why should I check up on her? Now I'm quiet. He doesn't check up on me. So why should I check up on him? And then boom, the next day he's dead. You know? And you know, sometimes God communicates with us these things. You know, some people need God and you find that you are the solution to that problem. You are the one who can offer that person God. And to us believers, God has given us the grace to actually love people. He's given us the grace to share his love. That is why he commends us, he commands us and commends us not to judge or else you will be judged do not condemn or else you will be condemned but that is what many of us believers are doing and even me who's a believer i face rejection within the believers themselves and you know i tell god this all the time and i say god i feel like a heathen within your children I feel like your children don't like me. <laughs> That's what I tell them because Christians, believers are his children. And I consider myself as a child of God too. And I say, God, I feel like some of your children just don't like me. Because I feel like a heathen among believers. Because sometimes the things that I say just happen to be, mm, no. 
I know that I'm speaking truth. <laughs> if you know me, I am one open book. I won't pretend, try to hide, try to sugarcoat. Now I will go direct to that point. If it's black, it's black. Don't try to make it white. Please, no. If it's a struggle, it's a struggle. Don't try to sugarcoat it with I'm blessed. No. Try to be honest for once. How was your day? Try to say, my day has been horrible. But God has given me the grace. Not these spiritualized, how are you? I'm blessed. <sighs> okay. Cool. You know what I mean? But you're going through something. You're not saying. Again, I am sort of rebuking you guys who don't talk about your problems. At the same time, I am soothing those that have actually tried to talk to someone about it, but they were not as responsive as you expected them to be. I am sorry that you've had to go through that. I've been through that as well. Rejected. Where? <laughs> Don't worry. I relate with you. But I found God. Okay? I'm telling you. There is no one on this earth like God. There is no better listener like God just saying so back to Felistas's letter right this is a letter before someone dies guys this is before she died and she says yo don't trivialize other people's problems you know there's this lady that I came across some other time and she's like I was like she was asked okay she looked okay I hate when someone looks at me and be like, why are you upset when I'm just normal? I'm like, no, this is just the way I am. No, you're not the usual you. I'm like, ah. I'm okay. Like, really, I'm okay. You're really irritating me right now. And I told her this, you're irritating me right now because this is me. I'm okay. I don't expect you to walk up to me and tell me, yo, why are you looking sad when I'm not sad? I'm okay. I'm just this. <laughs> and you know that was I think that was me now in my remember the types of depression that we talked about earlier yeah so there are those people who are like no you know um, so she goes like ah whatever it is that you're going through I've been through worse so you can handle that you know the thing of you're trying to trivialize other people's problems where I'm explaining to you my problem I'm telling you this is a huge problem for me and I'm really failing. And then someone's just like, ah. Just more matters. Me. I've been through this. And I like what um the late Felista said. She said, it's not a problem competition. I've met a lot of people that want to make it a problem competition like you know have you ever been in a group where people are sharing their problems and now it's like a competition where or oh, who's gone through what who's gone through the biggest thing who's been through what and what 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 a shiny you know what i mean we're now oh my god you know what i mean 
it's not a problem competition. It's really not. If someone has gone through a heartbreak, allow them to cry because it's actually hurting. All right? Don't go out there trivializing other people's problems. Like, ah, uh, don't ignore. Don't ignore people. Stop ignoring people. You don't know what they're going through. Try not to assume that everyone is okay. Just because you are in a bad mood, just because you are upset about something, just because you have been hurt, doesn't mean other people are not hurt. Don't make yourself the center of attention all the time. It's just you playing victim all the time. All the time you're the one yelling at your boyfriend. All the time you're the one playing victim all the time. What about you? Why are you not seeing your wrong? All the time you just want to be apologized to. All the time you want someone to tell you sorry. What about that person? Have you thought for one minute what that person is going through as well? So, this letter was very specific, yet pleading. She knew who she was talking to. Yet she knew who she was calling. I believe that she wanted someone to help her. I'm telling you. Because she started sending messages on Saturday. That was her seeking help. Just She just needed one person to give her a call or something or just pay attention and she was and I like the part where she said you know suicidal people will always reach out to people close to them I believe she reached out to people that were close to her but they just didn't pay attention you know what I mean we normally just want the people close to us to just pay attention emotional support and most times we long for that from our families but in today's society here in Zambia we are not getting that three quarters of young people today are not getting emotional support from their families all we are getting is physical support financial support of course we appreciate that but emotional many young people out there are growing up alone emotionally they are they are crying in their pillows girls are not talking to their mothers guys are not talking to their fathers if anything guys today it's either they are at a business level with their fathers and for females females are not even friends with their mothers it's it's we're not in that culture anymore because Somehow, there is no need for understanding. It's just what it is. I remember some time back, my mom told me, there is no need for me to understand you. There's no need for you and I to have understanding. There's no need. I was told that. There's no need. You just have to listen. That's it. You're the child. Just listen. Just do. You know what I mean? And there is no emotional support. That is why 
many young girls today are dating guys they're they're because they want that support they're not getting from home <laughs> and that's a fact you are looking for emotional support from someone and you know it somehow somewhere there is someone feeding you some emotional support that you're not getting from somewhere okay and to some extent we all want attention that we're not getting from somewhere probably you're not getting attention from your husband so you sleep with other men or you're not getting attention from your wife so you tend to do things to offend her so that you get her attention same with suicide you just want someone to hear you so you leave clues for them you actually leave clues you know maybe leave a pack of pills but no one will notice no one will pay attention why is your child always in her room have you ever thought for one second why is your your child always in the room tafumawe ah if you are that's how she is rude just a rude child you know bad behavior bad attitude but this person has something that they are really going through you know so i think you know she really wanted attention she just wanted someone to hear her cry normally there is a voice that we are just shouting or screaming hear me she wanted someone to look at her pain the way she did she wanted someone to look at her pain she wanted someone to hear that voice that inner voice that no one was apparently listening to that is why people go into suicide basically and she killed herself she died all right so there is so much there is so much when it comes to the topic of depression and suicide and it starts from depression you actually start with getting depressed then you go to suicide that is why many people are cutting themselves because they just want to ease their pain it's it's hurting because now you you can't you can't keep going you can't keep up you're tired you're so tired and there there's those times where you just want attention and guys it, it comes back to we are emotional beings it comes back to the fact that all we want is attention all right so there's that void there's that void of attention that you're just always seeking sometimes you just want someone to tell you have a nice day or good morning but you're not getting that sometimes you want someone to see you when you're low to see you when you're crying maybe it's your sister you want her to notice that you're sad maybe it's your mom you want your mom to notice that you're sad you want them to notice the little things you want them to notice when you're happy or when you're sad or when you're upset you want to be respected in that way you want you know but you're not getting that somehow and you get upset and then you just feel like dying because you don't feel like you're useful maybe your birthday came and no one wished you happy birthday people remembered after some time and you got hurt 
Yes, you laughed about it, but you got hurt. You know what I mean? That's how and where depression comes from. Just these little small things that people don't do for us. That people don't see. You're always mis- For some reason, you're always misunderstood. For some reason, your opinion never matters. Ah, what are you saying? And trust me, you laugh it off with your friends. You laugh it off. Ha ha ha. Hey, hey. But when you go back, you're like, ouch, that actually hurt. They didn't get my opinion. They never get my opinion. When I say something, it's always useless. These, these small things are things that actually add up to you being depressed. So here's a little, you know, something that I'm going to offer you, like little, you know, tips on how to stress relief or just help you with your depression, okay? So the first thing is get active and exercise. Guys, let me tell you what this has done for me. For me, this has, I work out a lot and this has helped me. I don't have time to be depressed because there's no, there's no hormones there. I start my day early, 4.50, I'm awake, say my prayer, do my devotion, read my Bible. Reading my Bible has actually helped me with depression, praying, God. I'm here to advise you. I'm here to tell you that God helps. God is the only one that you need to help you with your depression, with your anxiety, with your guilt. He is the only one who can help you. He's the only one who can fill your gap, your void. But he can't do that if you don't allow him to. And one of the ways to allow him is pace up. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself up. Stop caring so much. Give yourself breaks from media. Don't always be on social media. Don't always try to follow the trend. Don't always try to fit in. Don't. Stop caring what people say about you. Pick yourself up. I picked myself up from being told you're down. I picked myself up. Every time I was told that, you know what? Every time that thought came to mind, I always said, you know what? You're smart. Pick yourself up. I always told myself I'm ugly. I always believed what people said. I, people's words shaped me. But you know what? I kept on saying, no, I'm not. I'm beautiful. Even where I don't even see it, I just see it. And trust me, there is power in the tongue. Spend time with people that you're actually happy with. People who are happy for you, spend time with them. Don't isolate yourself. Stop isolating yourself. It's it's important to have some time alone, but don't be alone all the time. Try to spend time with people and laugh. Don't be with negative people. Find yourself with positive people. Expect, okay, expect your mood to be, to Im- not to improve, to improve gradually. Not immediately. Don't expect immediate results. No. 
then you start beating yourself up and blaming yourself. No, 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 no. Be proud of yourself in the smallest things that you do, even when people have not noticed. Be proud of yourself. Say, girl, you did it. Also, man, if you're a guy, just be like, yo, you did it. You're a star, man. You did it. Even if it's small. Even if it's the smallest thing. Be proud of yourself. Even where no one was proud. Even where your parents have called you down. Even where your parents have said, we're disappointed in you. How could you get these marks? Tell yourself that at least I improved. Be proud of yourself, man. You did it. Stop caring too much. Continue to sensitize yourself on depression. From today, start checking yourself. Go on Google. Google depression. What is depression? Am I depressed? The other thing is also admitting. When you're depressed, admit you're depressed. For me, I always abuse alcohol because it was the only way to feel better. Alcohol. It was the only way that I could deal with stress. It was the only way that I could forget alcohol. But that kept on making it worse, making my health worse. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, you know what? I want to make healthy choices. It won't happen at random, but I'm there. I'm still pushing. I'm still going. I'm still alive. I'm not thinking about dying. I've set goals for myself. So if you're depressed, if you're a depressed person out there, if you know someone who's depressed, continue pushing them. Say, man, set goals. Let's set goals. If you know someone who's depressed, tell them to say, look, let's set goals. What are you seeing yourself five years from now? And you know, if you have friends who are like, ah, no, I'm just following the wind. I'm really not just interested. I'm not passionate in anything. Begin to make them passionate. Begin to put positive vibes in them. Be a push to someone out there. Encourage your friends. Stop being jealous. It's not a competition of life. Stop being jealous of your friends. Stop watching your friends go down the drain. Stop watching your friends destroy themselves. Stop saying, Abalia, if you're Baba. Keep putting positivity in your friends. Build your friends. Encourage one another. Let's encourage one another. Just tell them you can do it. Stop competing. So that she should be the only one to look nice. No. No, 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 guys. Stop competing with your friends. Females, you have a tendency of competing with one another. You have a tendency of not... When your friend is looking nice, you have a tendency of not telling, of lying. You even know she's not looking nice and you're there saying, Ah, you look good. That's... And then, you know, when she goes out there in the public, how could she come out like that? You know? How sure are you that your friend was actually going through self-esteem? She was actually going through problems. These things, the way we talk, calling your friend fat. Hey, you are fat. Such small statements. These things affect people. You tell a guy you are fat. One thing, one, one thing that a guy doesn't like to hear most times, let me tell you, is fat. Oh, nah, we nah. These are things that 
affect people. Just these small things that you think are funny. Mind how you joke. Very important. Pay attention to things that are the small comments you make. That matters. It matters what you say to a female. Don't just tell a female. Ah, look at your face. What's happening to it? All those pimples. How sure are you that she's been trying to get rid of those females? I mean, those pimples. Probably she's been trying. How sure are you that her face is the reason why she wants to die? How she just wants to die because her face is ugly. You're not sure that she calls herself ugly all the time and you're there talking about her pimples. There are people out there who are not as strong as you. So it matters what you say to them. Even the smallest things, it matters. Let's be sensitive with what comments we tell people. When your friend is not looking nice, be honest enough to say you're not looking nice, but hey, look, you can try this or that. Don't just end on a And you laugh. You laugh at that person. Help them make a better outfit, but don't lie to them at the same time. So these two are small things, guys. All right? I think I've talked a lot. I've talked a lot. And this is just a small intro. <laughs> okay, not just, it's not been small. It's actually been very big. But this is just an introduction to... This is a season. And I want to make it maybe... Two. Yeah, so I'll make a two-part a two series of... I'll just be talking about depression... So the next time I'm going to differentiate, I'm going to, we're going to identify how depression in men is and how depression in females is so that we know how to tackle these things. But I hope you have heard where depression comes from. Who instills depression in us? Sometimes you are the one who depresses yourself. You are the one who actually makes yourself think about suicide. You know, because you're so focused on what other people want or think of you. That is why God, that is where God plays a role. Again, I repeat, God is interested. If no one seems to be interested, God is interested to listen to your reason. Sometimes when no one wants to hear why you did something, just let it go. And just go to God and say, God, okay, look. Me, this is the situation. This is the situation. He's always there. He wants to listen. Even when no one seems interested, God is interested. I want you to know this very much. Even if you don't have friends, even if it seems like no one loves you, tell yourself God loves you. Tell yourself, I love me. It's very important. Also, I would advise you. I'm advising you and me. Let us love one another. Let's love other people. Spread love. Spread positive vibes. Check up on people. Okay? Don't condemn. Don't judge. Stop that. Stop that. Be ready to listen 
no matter how big the matter is not umuntu atambo kulandelia shino listen this is what happened for real why would you do that no 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 how will someone open up next time you know what i mean let's always be ready and open so that people can come to you and talk to you about even the biggest things that they can't share with other people it's very important all right so i think i have exhausted a lot on this matter and i believe that you've heard all right have you heard have you listened to what i've said i'm sure you have so i hope you're looking forward to thursday please don't miss out it's going to be very it's going to be another it'll be the last episode on just this topic of depression so yeah if you want to follow it you can listen to the other one but please 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 do share this um episode listen to it um is your mental health stable that's the question i'm going to live with is your mental health stable with after, with all this that has been said would you say that your mental health is stable if not check yourself find something go for therapy find someone to talk to even me i'm open i'm here my facebook is there dm people are there to hear to listen if your boyfriend is not listening to you find somebody to talk to very important don't kill yourself please it's not the option trust me it never solves anything even but when you stay alive and you confront it you're doing more if it's attention that you want to get if it's to prove a point to say no you miss me when i'm gone so it's better i die trust me you're not solving anything for yourself people are just losing you're just breaking your family's life you're breaking their hearts because they'll miss you so it's better you solve the problem before you actually die right and let's not think about killing ourselves because we are important you are important you have a whole world to take care of out there someone is depending on you so when you kill yourself you are depriving another person of your energy because they need you i need you we all need you you know so you are important always remember that buy sticky notes and remind yourself you are important yeah so but with me chrisley and and spoken with chrisley it's goodbye god bless and catch me next time on my episode if this has been your first time and you're like oh my god it has been really long i apologize it really has been long i did promise that this year i was going to you know take it on the low but i just felt like I needed to take my time with this topic because I believe that many people are going through a lot out there, right? So do share your story. If you have a story, share your story to someone because someone will be blessed, right? Yeah, someone will hear you and be like, "Wow, I'm actually going through the same thing." 
right? And boom, you've saved a life, right? Yes. So let's go out there. Let's share our stories. Don't be ashamed. Yeah, they'll think of you like, ah, Valia, they went through this, but it's okay. Someone else will get encouraged to share their story, right? Yes. Many people actually share their stories and it's going to be amazing. Let's help reduce suicide. It's, it's not needed. And you don't have to reach that point. You don't have to reach that point. So, <sighs> yeah, that's, 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 that's enough now. I always enjoy talking to you. I always love talking to you. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't even want to go off, but I gotta go. It's really been great talking to you and I've enjoyed myself and I hope that you have learned one or two things and I hope you're going to share this with someone who you know probably is going through and just needed to hear this and they just needed some love. Well, I care and everyone else cares even if they don't seem to care. God cares. God cares. So, yeah. Well, for me... This is Unspoken with Chris Lay. It's goodbye. Have a nice day or have a good night or have a good morning. I don't know what time of day you're listening, but yeah, it's really been great. 